Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Cast for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double check does what the f*** he wants. I go stupid again. She out the roof of the bitch. I'm about to do it again. I'ma fuck two of her friends. Just made a flip out the rock. Fuck the frame mule. I jump out the jeweler again. I fuck my money up on the Rio, but I got it right back and I blew it again. Uh, hey, pay for the bricks. Bank selling nicks like you and again. Episode six. Happy Wednesday. Welcome, Liam. Got you on today, mate. How you traveling? Yeah, not bad, brother. Not bad. So go. We uh, we might kick off today, boys. We're going to do our beer review, and today today we're going to get into a bloke in a bar lager. So we'll, nice, uh, crack them up. You the beer of the beak. Cheers, boys. Yeah, Cheers. the beak, the beak himself. Cheers. <laughs> What's the rundown on this way, mate? This beer, the story behind it. Well, he's uh, he runs his own podcast. Probably the one that first sort of got me into podcasts because he's all about. You know NRL and getting right into it, and he's just a good bloke all around. So, um, yeah, he started this and you know runs this to promote his podcast and shit. Really kicked off, isn't it? He's yeah. almost like a cult figure. Yeah, it's pretty good, mate. It's unreal. But it's, um, it's a lager, so it's off to a good start. Yeah, what's your what's your thoughts, boys, on it? First sip. Yeah, she's right, mate. Good. I uh, I found when I first had it that it was I thought it was a little bit fruity, but because I love the beak. I sort of it twisted me mind a bit, and now I can uh, fairly get into them. But yeah, I don't mind today. It's, yeah, it's pretty it's good. Probably ones that come out, they say it's a lager, and it's not even fucking close. But that's yeah, it's pretty close <laughs> to a lager. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Eh? It's four point two heavy as well. Yeah, that's it. It's what it's all about. Like he says, it's a session beer, one to watch the footy with. I think that's what it was designed about. So, nah, it's pretty good. I think being the bloke he is. How's that, Blake? Yeah, Blake, Blake, Blake. Blake. I think it could be a fucking totally shit beer and anyone would still drink it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that's what the first mouthful I thought, oh, here we go. But I, um, yeah, I've, I've come around. It's, it's definitely good. I've, um, jumped onto all his merch too. It's, uh, it's pretty I good. The old bloke shirts. Did you wear that to the radio on the weekend? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, I wore it to the radio. I've been flaring <laughs> it around, eh? I got right into it. 
I don't normally buy myself any clothes. The missus does it for me. I'll just jump onto everything that he releases. Fulfill me wardrobe. <laughs> Wait till your birthday and Christmas. Yeah, exactly. I have a fucking shirt for every day of the week. I'm hanging out for some jocks, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Boys, uh, what a weekend of sport that it was, eh? Wasn't it? It was fucking unreal. So we had we had two NRL prelim finals. We had an AFL grand final, a heavyweight boxing title fight, and, and UFC 266. 266. How good. With what the, the bulk. fuck? That was in one one weekend of packed stuff. Like I'm, I was talking to one of my mates, shout out to Kingy down in Melbourne. Um, and for someone like him who lives in Melbourne at the moment and it's fucking lockdown city, you know, to have that sort of sport on in one weekend, it gives them something to look forward to, you know. The like, old Melburnians, they love their sport too. Yeah. So they watch it, paint dry them pricks. I reckon. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it, it was unreal. Like NRL results. So old Clint, Clint Eastwood has got the bunnies. <laughs> bunny got the bunnies foreign boys. Like, That's the personality. Yeah, I reckon. They was, uh, yeah, they, they went real well. And the Panthers, I'm a massive Panthers fan. So the boys getting in the big dance, beating Melbourne. I was fucking pumped, boys. It was you got uh, up on the punt, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it was good. I had a little bet on uh, Panthers to win one to twelve to out of score, so I was pretty pretty happy with that one. Yeah, well, they um, got the hard one out of the way. They got rid of Melbourne straight yeah. up. No one thought they would. Yeah, that's right. Now we have got uh, the bunnies, which is got a real chance. I think that's a winnable winnable game. That yeah, one, yeah, me too, hundred percent. Um. AFL, mate. I, I didn't actually watch it myself, but Liam, you like your AFL, mate. Did you did you watch the game? Yeah, I did. I did. That was actually a cracking game of footy. It was um, it was looking like it was going to go down to the wire after that first half. I think yeah, Demons right. were down by eight at half time. Were they really? Yeah, I think they come out one by 70, fucking four points. Holy shit. Because I looked at the score after. Like, I'm not an AFL man, but looked at the score after and thought, oh, what a raping. I didn't know it was actually yeah. close during the game. Yeah, no, nah, they just bulldozed them in that last half. Holy shit. I think from the 16th minute mark in the third quarter, from then to um, the final buzzer, the Demons kicked 100 points wow. and the Bulldogs kicked about seven. That is insane. Yeah. What happened there? So Here it was just a turn of the tide. I don't know. They Just, just momentum. Just yeah. kept going with it. They were, up, they were up pretty easy in the first quarter. Then Doggies come back. Yeah. And then um, – yeah, Demons kicked a few goals and got it a bit closer at half time and then just fucking smashed them. Yeah, first first premiership since, what was it, 64? Yeah, 1964. Yeah, they've been the bottom sellers for fucking years and years. Do you think that the way that AFL do their draft, like where they get the young lads spread around the clubs, you reckon that evens the comp out a bit? I, think, I reckon that's got a lot to do with it, yeah. 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 Because I reckon that's a pretty good way of making sure the shit teams aren't always the shit teams. Aren't yeah. it? It's a pretty cool... Um, Pretty cool way of doing stuff. Um, and, yeah, the boxing results. I, I didn't actually watch this one either, mate, but you shared Yeah, I got up nice and early. The whole weekend set out pretty well. Yeah. She's got the time difference in the UK with that fight. So it was on about 7.30 in the morning. So I got up early, watched that. I sort of predicted that, you sick. Yeah, so what was your thoughts behind that? Why do you think that he'd get the job done like he did? Mate, he's an unbelievable boxer. I don't think there's many boxers in the world that have probably got the skill set that he does. Yep. He's coming up from cruiserweight. He'd had about two heavyweight fights, I think, before that. But yeah, right. He's probably still putting on a bit more size then. So he come in. I think he come in about two hundred and twenty pounds against Joshua. Yeah. Looked fucking tiny against him in there, but yeah. just boxed his fucking ears off. I loved how they were just. Um, there was no, there's fuck all clinching. They were just no. standing in the middle, just going hammer. Yeah, I know. I think I watched with my brother. I said that. So I think they've had about two clinches, and that was in the like the later rounds, and they were just little ones, but. 
All you did was just box his fucking ears off. That's what you want to see, yeah. but isn't it? Well, that's being awesome. a southpaw. It was good to watch, dude. I reckon. Um, I reckon there was another minute in that last round. He would have stopped him. Well, was there something like I remember watching a replay because I watched the replay oh, after the it when they had the time up on the screen. It was probably about five seconds left. Yeah, though, there was like five seconds or six seconds yeah. left because they it, the the um the time went off. With about seven seconds to go. Yeah. And I swear it was only two or three seconds later the bell went. And he was up on the ropes too. Getting he was fucking fizzled. gassed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was out on his feet. So, uh, yeah, there's a bit. He won anyway, like, yeah. obviously. But, yeah. It oh, was an awesome um, fight. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a bit of a character at Usyk too. Yeah, yeah. He's a strange, strange Well, mate, bloke. it's proper. Mad Russian. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's shaking. It's Ukrainian, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Another one for lads. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's all right, mate. Um. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely shaken up the heavyweights, hasn't it? Because I, think I love that this, on that point. I think before the fight he came out and said, I'm more worried about sending me kids to school than fighting Anthony Joshua. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's insane, man. He must but, yeah, that has, that has shaken up the heavyweight division. <clears throat> uh, it's pretty cool, but there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment. Um, the other thing, boys, that UFC 266 card, I watched that at home, man, and that was fucking awesome. Unbelievable. Like, Alexander yeah. Volkanovsky, mate. Versus, uh, he defeated Brian Ortega via unanimous decision. Tough bastard, that Brian He Ortega. is a weapon, man. On the uh, gong. Valentina Shevchenko, right. I think it is, defeated yeah. Lauren Murphy. I honestly thought that was a pretty boring one until she, yeah. she finished it. That was, yeah, uh, she fucked my multi, so. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I had her go home first round, but yeah. she's a beast, that chick. Oh, she is, mate. She's unreal. Um, Robbie Lawler defeated Nick Diaz by third it? round TKO. How was the go there? Mate. Hey? I love Nick Diaz, but. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It They've was got a bit... quite a reputation, them Diaz boys, for well, toughest like, names. I just but... reckon, like, Robbie Lawler, he's been fighting flat out. Like, well, he still looks out, fit, but, but he? he looks fit as. He's Nick a bit Diaz. slow. He probably can't keep up with the big boys, like the, the top guys, but he, yeah. looked, he looked good. Mate, as much as I like Nick Diaz, like, I love how he is, but it looks like someone's uncle got the shit to the barbecue, whipped the kid <laughs> off, yeah. and just wanted to go to the knuckle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, he was still looking good, but just looking at his rig compared to Lawler, yeah. you're like, he hasn't been actively fighting, you know what I mean? It was still entertaining, but... That mind smoking a bit of a jumbie, too. Well, so mate, I was going to say, <laughs> that post-fight interview, you can tell he's had one too many Hong Kongs. Yeah. You know have got about I mean? three brain cells between them, then, brothers. <laughs> yeah, Where do you reckon he goes from here? Like, who do you reckon he... Well, I think you said something. Well, I reckon, I, I reckon Cowboy. Yeah, Donald Cerrone. He, he can't. I reckon fight, that'd be a good fight. He can't fight someone who's right on top of their game. As entertaining that he is, he's got to blow someone who's at his sort of caliber. You know, like yeah, not, a couple yeah. more that are past their prime want to come back and yeah. ones that sell put bums on seats. Well, too. that's what yeah. I don't know why, but it most, seems like Volkanovski. Yeah, I think most people at that that um, UFC two six six are probably there more there to watch Diaz and Lawler go. Yeah, out. well, yeah. I think that's Was why they put it on. I don't seventeen know. years from their last fight. Yeah, I don't know why people aren't getting around the Volk, and I think this fight in particular yeah. will change a lot yeah, of people's absolutely. opinions oh, yeah. on him. But. Um, yeah, mate, he he was unreal. Um, it's on about a twenty fight winning streak. Yeah, it is twenty <laughs> fights, bro. <laughs> Fucking impressive. Um, what's his name? Marab uh, Devalishvili uh, or something yeah, defeated yeah. Marlon Morris. Uh, if you watch the card, man, that was unreal. Yeah, that, I um, catch that one. Marab earlier in the fight. In the first round, got dusted. He was knocked out on his feet, mate. I thought I was about to get called, and then he come back and knocked the other dude out in the second round. And oh, I was like, "That's fucking yeah. awesome!" It's like a Rocky fight. Yeah, it was great. And then uh, Dan Hooker, New Zealand fella, had a really good win as well. But um, 
going back to the Volk boys, like he's pretty much become one of my fucking favourite Aussies of all time. Like he He's just the lad, isn't he? He is just the lad. Yeah. Like he rocked up to the press conference after the fight, cracked a beer and said, Winners piss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. Like that is fucking awesome. I've actually got a uh, a clip here of him in his um post fright interview. I'll play it for you. Alexander Volkanovsky. You and Brian Ortega take a bow, fellas. Crowd, give it up for these guys for one of the best featherweight title fights we've ever seen. You did not look up at the clock until 26 seconds left in round number five. You're a Terminator, Alexander Volkanovsky. How do you fight with such a high pace and fight so smart at the same time? Man, it's just like the preparation. I told you. Ha. I do that every time. I'm, mate, I'm not, hey, I'm a normal human being. I've said it time and time again. Just hard work got to me where I am. Anyone can do what I've done. Anyone. Sky's the limit for any of you. Everyone back home in Australia, I know you're going through a rough time. I did this for you, to my family, to my teams, everyone that's backed me, everyone that's helped me. I did that for you. Thank you. All them doubters, I'm going to keep proving you wrong time and time again. Bring it. Alexander, your footwork, your shot placement. Let's take a look at some of the highlights up here. I mean, you were bouncing around, you were in, you were out, you were touching them up, and you were dominating, but you never seemed to slow down. You didn't start to fight safe. Did you ever think about kind of maybe taking it a little more cautious as the fight went long and you were winning? Um, obviously, when you got some of the submissions, some of them are pretty tight. Uh, for some reason, I stayed on the ground with him. Uh, man, he's, he's good. Obviously, I'm going to talk and say he's not on my level. I was trying to get in his head as much as I could. Um, I thought I was in his head, and then he come back even stronger. So credit to him. Uh, you know, I feel like an idiot saying some of the things I did because he proved himself. That's 20 wins in a row. You are the featherweight champion of the world. Is it finally time for people to put some respect on your name, Alexander? About time, 100%. Hey, keep doubting me. I love it. I don't care I'll be the underdog to the day I die. That's just going to make me work harder. Everyone back home, I love you. Mwah. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up to the champion of the world, Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. Let's go. What a fucking legend, boy. <laughs> How good is that? Just I love that. that. I'll be the underdog to the day I die. The underdog yeah. mentality, lads. Yeah. It's about, that's what it's all about, eh? I, uh, yeah, I love it. Should we take a shot for the man? Uh, yeah, we should, actually. We, uh, bit of a land, eh, boys? Get into it, boys. Let's get into all it, right, eh? for the moment. <sighs> yeah, good stuff. Um, one thing, though, that I found was weird about the, um, the Diaz, the Diaz fight was how, like, that third round, he hit him, was it actually second or third? Second round, wasn't it, that he got stopped? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it was the second, but he got hit with a decent punch, but he saw, like, Lawler was walking back saying, get up, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then Diaz just sort of shook his head, and I'm like, that's sort of, I don't know, that was a bit shit. Yeah, know, I, I still don't know, what, I don't know the outcome, like, why, why well, wasn't after, he getting up? after the press conference, a few words I did get out of it, um... He was sort of, I think he's saying he was starting to leak a bit and didn't want to make a mess, but, you know, I, I don't know. I think his sort of mentality, he doesn't really give a fuck what people think. Eh? He was just going in there to throw some hands. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. Yeah, no, it was pretty good. Uh, boys, what else happened? Uh, anything else happened on the weekend? 
Did you uh, take the young fella, mate? Out I the, did, yeah, that's right, radio Friday night. Young fella was looking forward to it all week. Yeah, that's unreal. But yeah, he had a ball, eh? It was awesome. Yeah, that's good stuff. Some of them kids, that was, I think that was a junior <laughs> night on the, on the Friday, Friday night. night. Yeah. yeah. Some of them fucking kids on them balls. <laughs> well, they have sheep or rams. No, nah, they were just on the little balls. Little, oh, right, right. They're flat like out being stairs, 10 yeah. years old, the pigs. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> awesome, <laughs> eh? It's got some nuts. No, nah, it was awesome. Oh, I, uh, I actually went down as well. I went down on Saturday night, but me, uh, beloved Panthers played. So I didn't actually get down there till, after that game, I actually didn't see an event happen, but I had the time of my life. Rocked up just after the footy. It was at the transition point of going from beers to spirits. And, you know, some would argue that that's when you're at your peak of chat performance. I'd say six to eight beers. You still got semi, like a little bit of a filter, and you're just flowing. And, uh, yeah, I've just sort of sooled in at that point. And uh, saw a heap of people I hadn't seen in ages, and the band kicked off, and fucking I was in the element, boys. Yeah, good stuff. Just a bit of live music, <laughs> mate. Just a fenced-off area with live music. It's just oh, pig pen ripping in. Yeah, that's it in the pig pen. It's uh, actually one funny thing happened, boys. I was sitting there talking to a few of my mates, sort of thing, and this old bloke sort of come wandering through, and he barged into me, and he said, uh, "Sorry, mate, I'm fucking half blind." I said, "Oh, by this stage, mate, you should be full blind. Get into it." And he goes, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm blind." <laughs> <laughs> It was fucking funny. Went, oh, sorry, Russ. So I sort of so said, "Where's your dog?" So, yeah. so I sort of, uh, I sort of helped him through, but that was fucking hilarious. But yeah, all up, boys. It was. Uh, I had a heap of fun. Um, one thing I was, I was out at camp this week, and um, one of the boys showed me this video, and it was this New Zealand radio show, and. They were reading, I think, of the Lad Bible. It was the best nicknames. Yeah, I people. think I've seen that video. Yeah, but I was it was, watching it, yeah, it was the best week. nickname people have heard. Um, and I, it's too good not to be shared. Like I wrote a few down from there, and we put a few, um, put a few nicknames together that we've come up with as well. And fucking, do you just want to kick it off, boys? You want to kick it off? Oh, I remember on a drag line, this bloke was called Wingnut because he had huge ears. Yeah, that's a beauty. No, a bloke that's called Shame Mags who's full of shit. <laughs> Worth five bucks. <laughs> um, this one bloke, uh, apparently his name was Keth. His name was actually Keith, but he was missing an eye. <laughs> <laughs> this is from one of the boys. I reckon the um, yeah, his nickname was Two Cunts because he's big enough to be two cunts. <laughs> now I've got one here. You boys would be quite familiar with with yeah. an old employee uh, of yours at the old Port Authority. <laughs> The old sideline? Yeah, mate, sideline. <laughs> Wasn't broad enough to be a headline. Um, there was one bloke, he had uh, one leg shorter than the other and he had a proper head bobble on him, like side to side sort of thing. So they called him the Sniper's Nightmare. The sniper's Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another one, Daisy. Some days you see him, some days you don't. Oh, that is that is relevant to a lot of blokes. the bloke with one big hand, one small hand, they call him the clock. Yeah, the clock, <laughs> Yes, mate, that's fucking unreal. I work with a bloke and um, I just walked up to him and shook his hand and on the top of his helmet says no neck. But he's actually a good bloke, but that's his nickname because he had no neck, this bloke. Surprised I'm not called that, bruss. Or same here, <laughs> or three chins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mate, reckon um, any truck driver with a few missing teeth should be called Mater. Or one oh, eater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. What, um... Actually, there's a bloke, oh, drill bit they call this bloke because he's a small, boring tool. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. It's a good one. Um, a bloke at work, actually, currently they call three chooks because if you've got two, two chooks, he's, he's got, got three. three. 
<laughs> I think everyone knows a bloke a few, like that. Yeah, like Everyone's that. got their own three chooks. Yeah. Um, oh, what else? Oh, there was a real old lecky that should have retired about 20 years ago. The bloke was about 80. They called him Jurassic Spark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? Oh, there was a fella that always walked around with his top half lean forward. They called him Photo Finish. <laughs> These are crackers. Yeah, mate, there's a few. I've still got a couple here. Um, oh, yeah, there was a TA. This come in from one of the boys too. Um, a TA they called Body Kit because he looked good, but he was good for fuck all else. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know a bloke like that too. Oh, yeah. uh, or two canoes because he walked around like he was carrying two canoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Beside him. The last one I got, boys, is 007. Zero work, zero motivation, seven lunch breaks. I think we all know a couple of them too. Yeah, we do. But, yeah, that gives you a bit of ammo, ladies and gentlemen, bloke and non-blokes, um, for, yeah, some people for the work side. Yep, they're doozies. Righto, boys. So getting into this episode, fighting, to me, is a part of the Australian culture, whether you like it or not. Like, if you're telling me you didn't join the swarm of hyped-up kids on a way to a fight in high school, you're kidding yourself. Straight off the bus. Mate, it was just – I think we even did a few fake ones every now and again. You just, just get, a get about 10 up. people in a light jog. Get and the then the whole school going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Get the teachers you know, sweating. But to start it off, because we're going to use a few synonyms for fights in this, uh, this podcast, so, like, what have we got? Like, other words for fights, boys? That you, that you can come up with Aussie words for fighting. Scrap. Yeah, scrap's a good one, isn't it? Stink. For me, one, yeah, my favourite bud is stink. Yeah. It is the best of all time for me. If you say to someone, an Aussie bloke, oh, you should have seen these two blokes getting a loose stink, you know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I've actually done me a bit for Australia, ladies and gentlemen, and I've added it to the Urban Dictionary this week. Oh, <laughs> yeah? Yep. If you look, I think there's a heap of pages, but I added stink into the Urban Dictionary, and the description was to get in a fight and I think I'll put the description as you should have seen the loose stink at the pub. Like, yeah. But, yeah, dummy bit, boys. Good so stuff. It should be in there. You know what I mean? Bit of hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, that's – yep. Catching hands. Yeah, trading hands. Trading yeah. hands. Blue. Uh, punch on. Yeah. Brew ha ha Oh, Biff, yep. Um, scrap, tussle, bust up, Barney. Biff. You're on the Barney. On yeah. the Barney. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Barney. Had a bit of a Barney. What was that story? Two blokes went the knuckle up the boiler. Oh, the, mate. On we, the knuckle. Yeah, we went to this. Um, we were on a shutdown and we had to do every every year we had to do like the um, oh, safety order. All the safety yeah. shit before you, before you start. And uh, they go, oh, does anyone remember the incident that happened last year? And there must have been a fight. And this old rigger up the back had about two teeth and he said, yelled out, yeah, two blokes went the knuckle up the boiler. <laughs> the like, whole fucking, shouldn't have to get to that, mate. Mate, the whole fucking joint lost it. It oh. was unreal. Yeah, two blokes went the knuckle. But, yeah. That's another one going the knuckle. But, yeah, mate, I'm a, I'm a big fan of watching fighting in general, to be honest. Like something about two alpha blokes, because at the end of the day, they are alpha blokes who are going in there to fight. You know what I mean? Oh, that's their livelihood. Going into a ring or a cage and one of them's coming out the winner, you know, putting it all on the line. Pride's on the line there, isn't it? Takes massive balls, eh? It's fucking awesome to watch. Um, a bit of stuff that just happened recently, like that Canelo versus Plant Square off. Did you see that? Ooh, yeah. When uh, old, he gave him a push. Oh, plant through a, pr- a punch. How quick is Canelo, mate? Yeah, it actually, there was an open-end slap. It actually just connected, and he came back with two. That, yeah, plants, plants did connect, eh? Yeah. Yeah, and he's just come back, giving the his horse. He gives him the, the left <laughs> rip straight up. <laughs> yeah. and then puts the cut under the eye. Puts one over the top. What do you reckon's going to happen there? 
Oh, mate, Canelo, he is. I just, I think he's the best pound for pound boxer on the planet. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I just, he's going to murder him. What I happens, don't think Plant's got it. No. What happens now if so? Because when Canelo fought Mayweather, that was a long time ago. Now I think he was. Tw- I think he was twenty two, twenty one or twenty two. What changes now in that fight? Do you think? Obviously, Mayweather's. Older again now, but if you reverse and like reverse Mayweather and Ford Warren Canelo or Canelo right now, do you think it's a different outcome? I think Canelo now against Floyd back then, obviously not Floyd now. Yeah, that's seen what right. happened with fucking Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. waste of time. I won't get back, but <laughs> um, I don't know. It'd be but it'd be more Floyd's, of an interesting fight, isn't it? Like Floyd can adapt to anything, yeah, so he is, he's, he's probably f- going to that fight a totally different fight. Master as well, of his craft. Yeah, he's a freak, isn't he? He, um, Canelo's fighting it. He's going up to light heavyweight. It's pretty impressive, eh, what he's doing. He's fought it. You know, he fought Gennady Golovkin, what was that, a couple of years ago, middleweight. Yeah. One world titles over him, doesn't Super he? middle. Oh, it was a draw and a win. Oh, yeah, that's right. Pretty controversial, both of them, I think. Yeah. But, um, yeah, now, now he went up and won a light heavyweight world title. And I don't know, I think he's back down the super middleweight now to fight Caleb Plant. So he's all over the shop. Yeah, that's unreal. But seeing how active in that he is, eh? One thing I wanted to bring you up, mate, before we get into like into your box and stuff, um, Golden Gloves. I feel like this term gets thrown around fucking willy nilly. Everyone's like, got what, a cousin or an uncle yeah, or someone that's got Golden Gloves, haven't they? What actually is Golden Gloves, mate? Like, what what is it? Oh, you got Golden like Golden Gloves in the US is fucking that's massive. Yeah, that, that's actually a really big like scalp to have on your fucking record. But yep. Golden Gloves here, it's, yeah, it's pretty big. It's an, it is an, a national. A national type thing. It happens in Queensland, so everyone from over Australia comes. Like, yeah, nice. Is it like a tournament sort of thing? Yeah, oh, yeah, right, three day right. tournament. Um, yeah, it's cool. gotten bigger over the years, but oh, in amateur boxing in Australia, you got you got association, then you got league and global. Association being, I guess, the more superior one. It's the the path of the Olympic Games and whatnot. Yeah, right. Eh? Whereas you got the league and that. That's probably more. It's probably more North Queensland and all that sort of stuff. That I'm sure they have their own Golden Gloves, and yeah, I reckon yeah. that's where most of these uh, fairy tale Golden Gloves <laughs> fucking titles come from. But yeah, yeah. and I'm not saying that's anything wrong yeah, with what they're doing. Yeah, oh, no, yeah no. good on them. But yeah, good on anyone who has it. I just mean it's like first, it's the first topic starter, isn't it? When it's oh, it is, mate. Talk about boxing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's it, mate. Uh, what about? Your thoughts lately on the old farts getting back into it? Like, you know, you got Tyson, James Jr. and Holyfield getting back in there. Like, I don't know. Holyfield was a bit of a fucking letdown. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a letdown. I could see that coming. But how old was he? 58 or something? Oh, yeah. And, Man. you know, them heavyweights from back then, they, they wore smaller gloves and they, they fucking punch chunk as fuck. Yeah, 100%, mate. I think the only positive to come out of that was Holyfield got a bit of coin. Yeah, yeah. So I think out of all the money he's the made bank, in his yeah, career, he's a bit fucking <laughs> bit skint. Yeah, but yeah, that's the only I guess positive that come out of that. But it's not worth seeing it, is it? Yeah, no, no, that's it. You sort of want if there's a couple of old farts getting back into it, you sort of want to see them at the same level of old fart. Yeah, like I think Vitor was like ten or eleven years younger than him. So if you're going to get a fifty-eight year old in there, get another fifty-eight year old that's that's similar, you know. Same yeah, as the old you Nick see the old videos thing. of Mike Tyson getting, and he still looks good. Oh, he? no, yeah. gee, he can move. Still. That I love to see it. Is just I think he's come out. He's called out um, Lennox Lewis. Has he? Yeah. Oh wow. So they they fought. What was that? Maybe two thousand and two. Yep. Two thousand and one, two thousand and two. So yeah, he's called him out. Yep. Well, I still I, love Roy Jones Junior. See, you can move too. Yeah, he was awesome to watch. He just let it go a little bit too long in his career, I think, which is a shame because he's one of the greatest fighters of all time. 
But yeah. I still remember watching that green fight. Yeah. I was that disappointed. Like, I, I remember being the first round. I'm like, did that actually just – did that happen? Was that real? Like, was it a stitch-up? I don't know. It was years know. ago now, but I just couldn't believe it. It happens when they take one too many fights. Yeah. But in his case, fucking 15 too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, um, take us back to a young fella. Like, how did you first get into boxing? Was um, it always a thing? Or? Yeah, I don't really have a fucking real interesting story there. I was about – I got into it real young. I think I was about seven, seven yeah. or eight. My dad just took me down the gym. Yeah, cool. So doing a bit of training, but obviously you can't fight till you're ten. So yeah, right. It was I a long time that. waiting around. Yeah. So yeah. about two thousand and three, I had my first fight. Yep. And I think I lost my first five. Yeah, right. Eh? Yeah. I stuck think I to fought, it. Though. Yeah, I think I only fought the one or two blokes of them five, but yeah, yeah, stuck to <laughs> it, and then and then probably. I guess when I was younger, you don't really worry about winning or losing back then. You're just, just having two, fun, mate. You're just two little kids. I think the gloves come up the elbows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like those big, big yeah. gloves that all the blokes. Yeah, win. exactly. <laughs> it's just non-stop punching. Yeah, they're some of the best fights to watch. The young kids. Yeah, they do get into it. Eh, I've got a couple of my mates that they're like nephews and that are getting yeah. into it now, and they hook in. Eh, yeah. just fucking rip and tear. Uh, that's that's good, mate. So, so you, what what level did you end up getting to when you did t- start taking it a bit more seriously? Um, I think around 2007, I was about 14, I won a junior Australian title there. That's yep. good, eh? Probably weighing in at a whopping 42 kilos. Ring and wing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good stuff. That would have been pretty cool to win, though. Yeah, that like, was. It was would a, have been a good feeling. Yeah, for a kid when you're 14, it's pretty sweet, isn't it? Yeah, 100%, but mate. I think 2009, went on, um, went to the junior world titles in Yerevan in um, Armenia. That was a oh, bit wow. of a wild opener, yeah. How old were you there? What have I been, 16? Yeah, well, 15, where, where was that at? Armenia, over in Yerevan, so. Well, wow, I've never even heard of it. Over Europe, near fucking Turkey. Fuck, right. Cool. That would was, have been uh, an experience. Yeah. I think it was just me, the coach, and uh, three other boxers. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, especially at that age, you're going over there and seeing what they live like, like on the other yeah. side of the world. It was fucking. Yeah, it would yeah, have it was been. A bit wild. How long did you stay there for? Well, I think we were there for two and a half weeks. Yep. I, yeah. um, I fought a bloke from. Israel, first up, first day, lost that. Yeah. So it was out for the rest of the fucking two weeks, but did heaps of sparring. Yeah. We sparred every every day when a new um, boxer from a different country come out, we'd spar. So I was sparring every day with um, Germans, uh, yeah, wow. English, Hungarians, oh, yeah. yeah. So it was a good experience. That would have been awesome, yeah. mate. Good stuff. Does any, uh, does any fights in particular stand out to you more than others? Like is there any blokes you've fought that have – had have kept with it and they're in the pro circuit and stuff like that now or? Yeah, well, I think we're going to touch on it later, but the that trip I'm talking about when we went to Yerevan, George Cambosis was on that trip with me. Really? Yeah. Holy so me and, him, me and him actually, I don't know we fought before that trip. We fought a bit later, maybe when we were 17, wow. uh, Australian titles too. So That's awesome. At the time, like he was a, he was a good boxer then. Yeah, Always yeah. was in the amateurs, but yeah. I guess you don't expect people to go on and, do things like that. Well, but, that's that blows me mind. That's awesome, mate. But I guess as well as um, you know, transitioning from a junior into senior boxing. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a few fights there that probably stick the most because you know you you going from a boy, I guess, and you're fighting grown men. Well, I suppose so the weight division up. really uh, really changes things, doesn't it? Like you can be just going into it. You could have a seasoned thirty plus year old dude who's been banging for years, and yes. you can just go and fight him. Like, it's not, and and the weights. When you're fighting at junior, you know, you could be fighting at the same weight than you fight at senior. Just the actual 
physical size of grown men compared to boys. And yeah. You've got that grown man power and well, that. Yeah, mate. Like, it's, I've never done it before, but a totally different sport. Like, with footy even, you notice when you go from juniors to seniors. Yeah. You just notice that toughness of your your against a man, you know yeah. what I mean? You got the man strength, you're not a boy anymore. But yeah, that would do you remember the did you fight any like how many fights did you have like growing up around that age? Oh, all up. I think oh, I can't keep track of it. I think maybe about 110 fights all up. Yeah. But I yeah, I think yeah, the majority of them would have been junior or under 19. I yeah. think maybe started fighting senior at 17. Yeah. Do you remember your first senior one? Like going up against a a bloke? Yeah, probably I had a few senior fights, but, you know, they could have been blokes my age, sort of same yeah. thing, like that 17 to 19, 20. Yeah. But I think, uh, what year was it, 2000 and, 2011, I think, that was my first, like, state titles yeah, for a yeah. senior. So I had, like, four fights. I had three fights over three days. Yeah. I think I won all of them by one point. Oh, you know true. I mean? But they, they were all against grown men, and then I had to come back the next week and fight the final Yeah. Um, on a pro-am in, in Brizzy against... Joseph Nichols, so he was my age, but yeah, yeah, he was a gunfighter too. I think he he won bronze on that um that same trip to Yerevan. Oh, so, cool. I mean, I was talking about yeah. So when you were living in Brizzy, what were you doing down there? Like the tournament and that a few years back. Yeah, I yeah, moved down to Brizzy for a bit, and yeah. I don't think I'd fought. I sort of stopped fighting probably full time at like twenty thirteen. Yeah, might have come back and had a fight here and there, but. Um, Party scene took over a bit over there. Yeah, years, oh, yeah, mate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Best years you are. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. When I was down there, I think um, I was training with my mate Ozan. So they had a EBC. It was called Elite Boxing Championships. Yep. Um, televised on ESPN. So nice. yeah, he called me up. So he interested. So I thought, yeah, why not? That's probably the most fun I've had fighting. That would have been a good so experience, eh? There was no pressure. Yep. It was all just a bit of fun. It was all like, yeah. I actually enjoyed it. Didn't put any pressure on myself, and yeah, yeah it, was, it is what it is. And then that yeah. was the end of it, though. So, mate, are you ever uh, are you ever going to go jump back in the ring, or are you going to wait till you're 58 and fucking come back for wait a till the Masters comes around? <laughs> <Yeah. mate? laughs> no, I think that ship sailed. That, yeah, that, that ship's definitely sailed. No, I'm enjoying stuff. myself too much now. And oh, for sure, mate. I don't think I'd be able to. Um, maintain that dedication and, mo- like, motivation as yeah, well. Yeah, it would be a full-on, wouldn't it, like the, the training involved, if, especially if you, you want to put be. a fair few years in already. Yeah. Not, I don't mind a, a couple of fucking tinnies. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> At least you got some unreal experiences there from what you have done, bro. Like and it's, it's not exactly like a sport. It's not footy. We can go and play a bit of uh, reserve-grade football or yeah, yeah. Get yeah, reserve-grade yeah, any sport down. for a bit of a social side. Yeah, well, you can head down to uh, – Local nightclub, but it's not any no refs there, and she's bare knuckle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple of practices on Gnoon Street now, and then wouldn't it? But no, that's awesome, mate. Good stuff. But going on from what you mentioned, George Cambasis, and you know we got you, we got you on today because it's pretty relevant at the moment with what's going on in the boxing scene, and we might even talk about his upcoming title fight, mate, like against uh, Tiafimo Lopez. Yeah, what was that meant to be this weekend? And I've just read this morning that it's been knocked back again knocked to the sixteenth or something. Yeah, mate. I, um, well, I'm hoping I'm off work on the 16th because I was going to be good rostered one. on with this one. But, yeah, the last one, I think Lopez got COVID. I think I th- this is the sixth time the date's been changed. Fuck. This Triller Mob, Triller Fight Club that's promoting it all, they couldn't organise a route in a brothel no. with the Lundies, <laughs> eh? Fuck me, dead. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. But, mate, that's that's pretty exciting, that fight. Like, uh, I don't know, there's something about two blokes who 
both have like no losses going into a fight. Like someone's got to lose the O. There's always yeah. something pretty, you know, gets you a bit extra hyped. You know, yeah, they're that. both young. I think Lopez, he's 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 even younger than Cambosis. Yeah, he's probably so only twenty two or twenty three or something. So that's one of those things that you can say they're both pretty much in their primes. Eh, like ready coming to- off a really big win against um, Lomachenko as well. Yeah, massive win. Yeah, that's awesome. But All just, the belts on the line. Yeah, exactly, mate. But just seeing, uh, seeing like I follow him on Instagram and just every single thing you see of him, he's just so fucking motivated and just. Driven. So yeah. keen, eh? Seems keen as. Yeah, his work rate's, his work rate's unbelievable. Yeah. He trains hard. I think there's setback. Every time he gets set back, I think it probably would work in Cambos' favour. Yeah. He's got all this time to just keep training and training. He's got the one, he's only preparing for one person. Yeah. The longer he gets set back and the longer it's going on, mm. it's probably just going to work in his favour a little bit more. And I was listening to some press conferences from him. He's away from his family at the moment. He's got kids away from his wife. His wife's pregnant. So he's seriously just getting prolonged being away from his messes. He's building up all that energy that he's going to unleash yeah. on a bloke. Like, I don't know, it'd be unreal to see it happen. Eh? Yeah, yeah. He's gone a bit the right way too. He, he, you know, he's he was uh, sparring partners for Manny Pacquiao for about three fights. I think yeah. that's got him in the door, but he spent a lot of time in the U.S., yeah. I think he's probably more well-known over there than he is here in Australia. Yeah, so. yeah for sure, mate. But um, I've actually got a I've got a little clip of him talking at a press conference here just to really get his Aussie mentality down, Pat. I feel like this is owed to me because I've come from the local show. Handful of people from Sydney, Australia. I've grinded my way, opened doors, been sparring partners, gone all over, around the world, gone into the backyards of former champions. Again, I'm going to go into the backyard of the undisputed champion for now, but... I'm ready, man. I've been through it all. I haven't had no one pushing me. I haven't had no big platform. That underdog mentality, I've had it for a very long time. And again, I'm the underdog in this fight. He's the favorite. But when he's been the underdog, he's performed. When he's been the favorite, he hasn't performed. So the pressure's on him. I know what I've got to do. I've been in there in hard rounds with Pacquiao. I've been in there in hard fights in my last two against former champions. I've got my own experience. You best believe that. I know what I'm going to do in this fight. Yeah, I just loved hearing him talk like that, boys. Like, there's that same thing, that underdog mentality, the Aussie spirit. Like, That's right, yeah. He's certainly got the gift of the gab. He can talk. I'll give him that. Yeah, man. Like, everything that he's doing, I don't know, it just makes you believe that he's got a chance. He has self-belief as well. Yeah. I mean, everything he says, he believes himself. Yeah. you got to love the underdog. Oh, 100%, mate. It's just part of the... Uh, yeah, Aussie spirit, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, it's a hard one to pick. I think he's definitely the B side here. Lopez, yeah, he's an unbelievable fighter. Yeah. But you always want to see an Aussie do well on the world stage. So I'm backing him. I hope he can he can do it. Yeah, for sure. It'd be great for Australian boxing, Jesus. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. And that's what I wanted to get into with both years, but why is it getting promoted fuck all compared to the Tim Zoo fight? Like, I'm a fan of Tim Zoo. I love what he's doing and stuff like that. But, like, for instance, I was watching the footy the other day and, you know, Tim Zoo, his fight coming up in November against a bloke who's, I think, what's he, number six in the world? I think, uh, I'm yeah, sure. I think so. Japanese bloke. Yeah, he, he's number six in the world, which is which is unreal. I'm, I'm, it's awesome to see what he's doing. But you got an Aussie bloke who's about to fight for all the belts and we're not hearing, you know, we're not hearing anything about it. It's yeah. uh 
Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what's going on now. I guess it's because he has been in the States for so long. Yeah. I don't know if it's, you know, we have some pretty good promoters in Australia now at the moment who promote um, Tim Zoo. Yeah. They've been putting on a lot of good cards lately. Oh, for sure. So it's um it's really pumped up the, I guess, the mainstream, making boxing a bit more mainstream in Australia. Yeah. I guess when George is coming through, there wasn't really much of that. Yeah. And he took the path to, you know, go overseas and yeah, it's paid off dividends for him. I mean, he, I think he's looking at with Trilla, they're, they're um, purse bid was six million. He's looking at about oh, two yeah. million dollars. He's getting paid for this. Yeah, right. So the poor bugger. He's been waiting this long. He probably wants to spend a bit of his fucking coin. Yeah, yeah I reckon. Yeah. He's already spent it. <laughs> he's got a couple UFC, of bills. Poor old UFC fighters flat out getting fifty grand. Yeah. yeah, I reckon. Yeah, that's right. Well, I suppose like um, going into the Tim Zoo thing, like, it, like, do you reckon on a world stage, like, he's about to go? Oh, he's your number one contender now in Australia. But and I reckon it's pretty cool though to see that he's going to fight this bloke. Even though he's the number one contender, and if yeah. he loses, every chance that that changes, isn't there? Is that how it would work? You reckon? Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's putting it all on the line. So good on him. A for loss that. here can yeah really put a speed bump in his career. But oh, I definitely think he'd probably have to be the A side here. He's got yeah. he's got all the artillery to be a world champion. Yeah, he's Zoo. fucking. He's unbelievable. He's, he looks awesome, doesn't he? He's lacking a bit of charisma though. He's terrible to listen to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, he is. Hey, eh? probably, probably, yeah. probably still get him on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he does win, I'd love to see him fight Ryan Garcia one day or something on those bigger levels. It's a bit of a weight difference there, but what is it like weight to light middleweight or something? Uh junior middle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, there's, could big it happen, fights, there's big fights to be made in that junior middleweight. Is that a big drop? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Lightweight, that's um Ryan Garcia's same weight as George Cambosis. Yeah, so right. Oh, yeah. If he can if he can come out on top of Lopez in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's definitely a fight that probably could happen. Could happen, yeah. He'll have all the belts. Everyone will be chasing him. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, one thing with Tim Zoo, he rubs the absolute fuck out of his None nose. Hey, <laughs> what's he doing in the shed before he comes out? <laughs> because, mate, as he's walking out, he is just giving it the big old "don't argue" the yeah. whole way out there. I don't know if he's prepping his nose for a he's fucking jab or what. Yeah, warming it up, it works though. Like Whatever it is. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, um, moving up a weight, uh, a few weight divisions, boys, up to heavyweight. Oh, Justice Hooney. I want to know what's your thoughts on where's he at, you reckon? Like, as in, obviously he's not at the level yet of, you know, Fury, Joshua, all these guys, but he's got some pretty silky skills for a big dude. Mate, a bloke that size should not be able to throw hands and move like he can, yeah. Yeah, I suppose the only question that you've heard some people say in that, does he have enough power to bang with the top dogs? You know well, what I mean? He's only young too, I, I suppose, guess isn't he? All reports now, you'd probably say no, but it's he's only what twenty two years of age, mm. still an amateur, really. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, he was meant to be going to the Olympics when he was pre- prepping and having all them profiles. Oh, Gallon, fucking brick head, stop yeah. that! Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Put an end to that. He even said it. So, you know, when he transitions into that full time pro sort of boxing, yep. You know, his style will change. Everything's going to change. He'll get older. Yeah. It's pretty Hopefully. cool to see him though, eh? Like a big dude from Australia that's yeah. that's got skills like that instead of just some oh, he's unbelievable long... talent. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully he can go on with it, yeah. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. But, but yeah, he's definitely yeah, that power's gonna have to come, yeah. Yeah. But like for me, Aussie boxing at the moment, like obviously I haven't been that into boxing for very long. I'm just a fan of the sport that's at the right, moment, yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? But you yourself, Liam, has been involved or, or interested in it for ages, you know, box when you were younger and you know, just talking about some of the 
talents at the moment that people can keep their eyes out on, like in Aussie boxing at the moment. You know what I mean? We've got a lot. We've got a lot coming through at the moment, and it's actually looking really good for the like years yeah. coming up. There's no like I think we definitely can have a few world champions in the future. Yeah, like uh, I've been watching a lot of the like Liam Wilson one recently. Beast. Like he, beast. he lost his last fight, but that was against a world ranked opponent. Like he could punch that Filipino and he caught him. Yeah. No, he um but, he rocked him with one, but I've watched probably three or four fights before that of Liam when I first sort of saw how he went and man, he's awesome to watch, eh? He's just cut from a different cloth, I reckon, Liam. Yeah. He's an absolute beast. I love listening to he him. He loves trading hands. <laughs> <laughs> he's real traditional. He likes he likes the He's like a vulture or something, isn't he? Queensland. He's got a bit yeah. of shit in him. Yeah. You can tell, eh? Like when he's in there and he's going hard, you can tell he just hates whoever he's fighting at the time. <laughs> he just loves throwing hands. Yeah, it's awesome. He'll go out on his sword. So if you yeah, if you ever see his name on a fight card, it's definitely worth yep. tuning in. Worth the money there. Um Vegas Larfield, mate. He's obviously not a, a big name thing at the moment, but he's been going pretty good as well. Yeah, eh? he comes from the same gym as Liam Wilson, the all star boxing. I have not really watched too much of him. Yeah. He's only had a couple of fights, and he's fr- he's like 18 or something. Yeah. I think one of them fights it was in the US on yeah. the undercard of the Maloney boys. So they've obviously got really big raps on him. So it's probably a pretty big future there too. Yeah. I just don't know. I haven't really watched too much of him. Yeah, yeah. Those Maloney brothers coming up. Uh, what are they, twins? Andrew and Andrew Jason. And Jason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah one They're of both the- coming off. Oh, no. Is Jason coming off a loss in Japan and then – uh, Andrew was a draw or something from a headbutt or something. Yeah, so uh, Jason's coming off a win. He was coming off oh, a loss in the world title fight title against title, um, yeah. Inoue, but yeah, he's just beat Joshua Greer in um, in the US. And Andrew is coming off a loss in his world title fight in the yeah. trilogy where they had a bit of controversy in the second one where it was a head clash. Yeah, that was yeah. shit, wasn't it? And there was, uh, yeah, Blind Freddy could have seen there was no head clash there. Yeah, that was a carry on, eh? But yeah, that they're, they're both world class. Jason's probably got a world title fight coming up, no doubt. How old are those lads, then? I'm going to say they're probably thirty. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they still yeah. got a bit of bit of prime stuff in them. Yeah, absolutely. What yeah, age would you are. say in boxing is the the prime time? You know what I mean? Like, what year gap would be? That's your premium peak. Well, yeah, it's hard to say. You look at I, I reckon after thirty, yeah. people are still boxing well into their thirties and they're still hitting their prime. Yeah. Look at Manny Pacquiao, he's about 60. Holy fuck, he's a different animal, isn't he? Isn't he? He's yeah. a beast. No, nah, that's unreal, mate. Uh, Jai Opatia, is that how you pronounce it? Jai Opatia? Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's an unbelievable boxer as well. He's fought out of cruiserweight. Yep. I think he can be a world champion probably in the next 12 months. Yep. Easy, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I remember he's watching He's a very his, silky boxer too. His last very fight good. was awesome to see. Like he, he belted old mate. Yeah, and I think he's had um, a bit of hand troubles too. I think he's been fighting with one hand for a while. Yeah, right, eh? That's no good, is it, when you only got two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Isaac Hardman, a couple of the last fights he's been pretty entertaining, man. He is and an entertainer. I've been watching him on Instagram lately just feeding it to he's Zarafa. He's off, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he's been chasing all Zarafa hard, mate. So it's, hard, it's hard not to like him. At the yeah. start, I was a bit iffy about him, but, yeah, it's, I really like him now. It's hard not to like well, him. Well, when you hear someone yapping... And then they're just dropping blocks. And he backs it that's up. That's when you go, right, yeah. I'm a fan here. He's but, got heavy hands too, very yeah. heavy hands. So that's sort of a list of blokes that aren't like a household name, but there's a few of them there that it's entertaining to watch. Have you got any other lads, mate, that off the top of your head that's not there that, you know, worth keeping an eye out on? 
Oh, I think like after watching the Olympics just gone by, um, I don't know what Harry Gar side. He just won yeah. Australia's first medal in fucking over 30 years. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's pretty cool, eh? I imagine he's probably going to stick around for another Olympic cycle, but yeah, he's one to watch. Um, yeah. Sky Nicholson, she was pretty hard done by in the Olympics. Yeah, right, eh? Another couple. Yeah, she's another boxer to watch, I think. Yeah. But yeah, and I'm, I think these boxes we just um, spoke on. Yeah, guns. yeah, but it's it's definitely exciting. Like, gives Aussies something to get behind. A eh, in the sport, like, there's definitely we got some good talent there. And title fights coming up, like Cambosis. Honestly, that is literally as good as you can get if he All wins that fight. That's everything. Yeah, ring, yeah. So yeah, tune in, guys. Get around him. It's fucking unreal. Yeah, it's good to see boxing is becoming a little bit more mainstream with the Aussies now. Yeah, for sure, mate. And that's – I wanted to lead into, say, footy players getting into boxing, you know what I mean, and the positives and negatives. Like, as a footy fan myself, I wanted to talk to you, being like, coming from a boxing, boxing background, about how you feel about it because, like, obviously it gets more eyes on the sport, but are you, are you a fan of how it works or do you think it sort of takes away from the boxing art itself? Oh, I think oh. – they're pretty horrible to watch, some oh, of them, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. You let one in, it just opens the floodgates for them all. But it puts yeah. bums on seats. Yeah, I can it see does, it from man. a promotional side of things. It does, yeah. It's no different to these fucking YouTubers fighting. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I guess the sport of boxing is better for it. Yeah. Like, uh, those, like those fighters we've mentioned above, like if they're on an undercard on a footy fight, and they know Paul Gallen and whatnot or a Sonny Bill Williams or whoever, you've got that many people watching them now. Well, I'm pretty sure that's, that's what puts what the I first, on the seat. And pretty sure that's where I first saw Liam. These kids, yeah, they get an opportunity to fight on, you know, on a main event card on TV or yeah. a packed stadium, and then people see him, and then they become household names themselves. Well, I think that's how the Tim Zoo train started. Like he's yeah. he was on these fights, and now, like like I said, he was on uh, an ad at the footy the other night, and I'm sure that's linked. Yeah, like you know what I mean, and that gets all the eyes on him. You know where Cambosis has just been. You know fighting tooth and nail to get where he is today and it's just I suppose you see the different the different two things but um has Paul Gallen mate earned the true boxing fans respect <laughs> by now? Well, I think what? so, absolutely. <laughs> he is a fucking, bang. I don't I don't see Paul Gallen as a footy player boxing anymore. I, I think he is a boxer. boxer. Yeah. He's actually beaten some credible credible fighters. Mate. Like he hopped in the ring with Justice Hooney. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mate. I know I know there was a bit of a prize tag there that would fucking any bloke would, but hundred percent. But mate, he's I've gone from hating him being a Queenslander to respecting the bloke for having a crack. And I've actually exactly got a right. I've got a clip of him talking about that and that I'll play. From day one, at the end of the day you want to be pushed and you want to be challenged. And there's nothing better than taking on the Australian prodigy of boxing. You know, the probably the most skillful boxer in Australia at the moment. There's no better challenge for myself than to go there and have a crack. And that's all I've said from day one. I'm about having a go, I'm about having a crack, I'm about trying to set a good example for what you should do. I mean the thing is the thing that gets me about life in general. You teach your kids to walk, they fall down, you teach them to get back up, come on, have a go, have a go. You teach a kid to ride a bike. You know, they fall over. You tell them to get back up and have a go. When you become an adult, all you do is hang shit on people and have a go at people. Go home and get on your mobile phone and get on your computer and have a go at people having a crack. It's a joke. So I'm, I'm here just to try and get that out of people's mentality and, and uh, you know, try to just set a bit of a good example of what we should do. And that's just getting out there and having a dead seat go. And uh, if, you, if I win, I win, which I have done nothing but win so far. And if you lose, you lose. You get up, brush yourself off, and you go again. That's That's... Like, boys, even if you hate that bloke, which I fucking did, I'm telling you, 
I got to respect what he's all about, eh? Like what he just said then is the same mentality we've been talking about this episode. Yeah, you can't help but respect him. I think that's a bit of a Aussie thing, the old tall poppy syndrome. Yeah. yeah. We as a nation like to cut people down when they're up there trying to have we a We do crack. as Aussies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, is, it is pretty shit. But, um, yeah, no, good on him. But, man, like it's, he's done some pretty good stuff. It's been it's been great, but staying on the heavyweight thing, I suppose I already had this written down, boys, before the old Usyk just shook it up. But uh, I've got Fury versus Wilder, obviously. That's going to come soon. Yeah, that's up. Coming. Personally, I hope Fury fucking boxes his ears off his head again. But Yeah, I can see a replay of the last fight, I think. Yeah. I don't think Wilder can adjust too much for a lot yeah. from his last fight to – yeah, beat Fury. I don't think anyone's beaten Fury. No, nah, then I had here Fury versus Joshua, but and then I had I had Fury winning because he's got a last name and Joshua doesn't. He's got which, two front names. Yeah, that's right. Which straight away you've <laughs> gone trust the bloke. Yeah. You couldn't trust him. <laughs> but to, so does that mean now that if Fury um, beats Wilder, which we're assuming he does, does he fight Usyk or? You know, That's surely a really good chance of it. Unification of the belts. You know, Fury's only got the WBC and Usyk's got all the rest. Yeah, but uh, I love I love Fury's voice. If I was Usyk, he is a freak talent. I'd probably be staying away from that fight straight up. Yep, That's a, he's a big man, Fury. Mate, just on that six alone. foot nine. <laughs> just on that alone, I just from pure size, I just don't. And Fury can can box as well. Yeah. I just can't see him getting past Fury. And he sings after he beats people. <laughs> what is he's a, a character. Animal? <laughs> he's a character. Yeah, well, I love him personally, eh? And that's not to say the Fury-Joshua fight probably, that's a big money fight in the UK. Yeah, well, it's been hyped up for, it was meant to happen in Abu Dhabi, wasn't it? And then um, old Wada just come out of the fucking yeah. woodworks and shit on everyone. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, yeah, I guess if they're chasing a bit of money, that fight could still happen. Yeah, for Fury's sure. still going to get through Wilder too. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's one thing about Wilder though; he's got a fucking bomb on him. He has he has changed his style <laughs> up. He's got a new coach, yeah. and from the videos I've seen, he yeah he's changing up a lot. I think yeah, he's right, eh? trying to be a bit more of a boxer when when you can just punch like he can. Stick to your bricks, yeah, bro. <laughs> you can punch. Just get better at punching. Yeah. Ah, oh, good stuff. You know, there's like um, YouTube fighters and then, yeah, um, obviously your footy and that. The funny one I heard of is apparently um, Strongman, Eddie Hall, and the Mountain off Game of Thrones, apparently they're going to have a boxing match soon. It's been postponed because Eddie Hall's um, he's had an, yeah, had an injury or something. But I think that one's been in the woodworks for a while. Yeah, apparently it's going to happen. I can't believe that. What That's was that? Three, three rounds, one minute each? Like a oh, oh. Like two two cars just colliding with each other. Fucking Southern Cross windmill just swinging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did see that actually. That um, that'd be a bit of a laugh. I think that'd be a bit like the old footy players who, you know, if you're a true blue ox- boxing fan, it probably wouldn't be for you. But if you just, I just love all these scraps. Like, I'm, yeah, it you is got good. me. You got me wrapped. Oh, me too, mate. Honestly, it's pretty. Uh, Have a laugh, something to talk about. Liam, what's your thoughts on Jake Paul? <laughs> like after the last fight against Woodley, do you want to see him fight? Do you respect a him yet? Do you reckon he can throw now? No, no, nah. nah. that was horrible. Yeah. Woodley was terrible. Yeah, Jake Paul was, was terrible. terrible. I just think Woodley was a little bit worse. Who who would you need to see him fight before you go right? Eh? Like he, he a goes boxer. Good. Yeah, like someone who's currently a he's pro yet to boxer. Fight a boxer, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can yeah. understand where he's going down. I like what he does. How. 
He's in the boxing ring. Oh, he's a But market. he wants to fight anyone that's not a boxer. He calls yeah, out yeah. these UFC fighters. It's ben clever. Askren. Oh, I had a better oh. rig than Ben Askren. He can, oh. Oh. <laughs> that was a debacle, wasn't it? <laughs> he was a fucking joke. He's calling out all these UFC fighters, but... I, I want to know where he goes from silly. here. Like, where he does go. He needs to verse a boxer now. Yeah. So I've got to give it to him, though. He's lifting off and shit. It's got I, – I was sitting there doing nothing on me when he was fighting, so I tuned into it. He from, I was, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, he promotes yeah. himself well. He does, he got respect he, He's a marketing that. genius. He's, he's made so some Yeah, no, it's – yeah. But it's interesting. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on anyway, boys, which is why we've, you know, had a decent chat about boxing. And, um, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about was why don't blokes fight at their normal weight? And this might not be all boxing. It's UFC as well. But, like, I think Joe Rogan was talking something about there's one fighting championship that does a hydration test. Yeah. So it tests if people are dehydrated and they have to be hydrated enough to fight so it really is their true weight. Like, I wonder why that isn't a thing because it seems the most sense to me. MMA is really bad, I think, for the weight cutting. I've seen videos of some of them fighters. It makes me sick. They're, like, dragging them out of the sauna and shit. Back yeah. on the bike, back on the treadmill. Oh, they stop sweating even. I do think in some fights in the in the boxing, I think maybe WBC, they might have to have like uh, weigh-ins at certain checkpoints leading up to the fight. Yeah. But, yeah, probably the worst part of any combat sport, I think. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. It's insane, isn't it? Like yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me. You think, you think if that was your weight and everyone else is doing the same thing, why does everyone need to do that? But I suppose it's been around for so long now that that's just how it is. Yeah, it's just part of the game. Yeah. You just need to get some sort of advantage come fight night. I reckon UFC definitely needs more weight classes. Yeah. To say, it, yeah, yeah. That's probably personal, why it is such opinion. a big weight cut. Yeah. Uh, boys, favourite boxer of all time and why? Oh, got a few. I think just from... I guess from a kid watching the first fights ever watched. My dad took me out to the pub, watched Lennox Lewis first that Mike Tyson fight. So I've always loved Lennox Lewis. Yeah. And I guess being an Aussie, I love Kostya Zoo. Yeah, yeah. Loves Kostya Zoo. Fuck, That's he can awesome. scrap. So it'd be pretty cool for you seeing old Tim come through now as he's, you know, yeah. Tim Zoo, Zoo number two. I think I fought I think I fought Tim Zoo in, I think we were about 18. Did you? Yeah. He cheated, though, because his old man was there talking in Russian the whole time. Oh, what a grub. <laughs> But how did that go? <coughs> yeah, no, he got me there. <laughs> Fair enough, though. Yeah. Like he was still a good. He was a good scrapper then too. Yeah, good. No. no, that's awesome, mate. That's pretty cool to say that you fought Cambosis and and Tim Z. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. What about you, Cam? Ah, uh, Mike Tyson, mate. Yeah, I'd have to be the same. Just go on. I love watching. Oh, to this day, I'm on board. I still look up highlights just watching him fucking flatten people, man. Scary, man. Baddest oh, man on the planet. He yeah. is, bud. It is, uh, it is insane. Like, he, there's just something about him, mate. Eh? His presence is just, just, yeah, unparalleled. And Mayweather is the goat. He's, yeah, he's, I've always been a big fan of Mayweather. Yeah. No, he, he so is awesome, mate. I suppose as like as a true like a boxing fan and the art of boxing, I suppose you look at him and you go, amazing! Like how he can just not get hit, you know. But um, you know, what's the aim of the game? Hit, not get hit, and he has just mastered that perfectly. Yeah, fucking host. He's he just has fucking fun. very boring to watch. Yeah, well, that's that's the other thing. Yeah. If you're looking for a, if someone who isn't like into the art of boxing and just wants to see knockouts, Mayweather isn't your bloke. Well, like, I guess if he can do that and he makes a couple of hundred mil. Of a one fight, yeah, a hundred percent, man, for sure. But uh, boys, boxing—it's all about combinations. And I've got—I've got a few here, like the best Aussie combos of all time. The best Aussie combos. So 
the f- for me, the first one isn't an Aussie combo. It's just a combo for blokes, right? And it's a piss and a fart. And boys, <laughs> a piss and a fart. Like you can't tell me there's a better feeling than when you get up in the morning. You got to drain the main vein, and you fucking <laughs> let a big one rip as you're going. It's like snapping second. It's fucking unreal, boys, isn't it? Like you can't tell me. They go hand in hand, don't they? Mate, it is. That's and part of the double choice. release. You don't have a choice either. You don't, but you just let it happen and it's a good feeling. And I think everyone can relate to us there. Probably not the non-blokes. I don't know. We'll have to ask a couple of non-blokes if a piss and a fart's good for them too. But <laughs> you know. like Piss and a queef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that, I had to kick that one off for all blokes. But um, oh, going mate. on from that, the Aussie combos, boys. Mate, you can't go past a couple of beer and prawns with the lads. Beer and prawns, yeah. Pine of Coke. Always a uh, always a winner. Ah, uh, schooner and a punt. Schooner yeah. and a punt. That is a fucking ripper, mate. Well, I don't mind getting around that. Uh, sausage and bread, I think, is a is a good one. Also, uh, bacon and eggs, ham and cheese, toasty. Ham and cheese, yeah, yeah, it does go good. Um, I've got the triple triple whammy here. I got a cooked chalk pasta salad and bread rolls. If you're feeling lazy, you know, lunchtime, good Sunday lunch. Yeah. Oh, chicken cheese and guacamole, Agnes Cafe, get around it. Actually, get around it. That, that is a good, good toasty. It is a good toasty. Uh, the old salada with Vegemite for me, if you're in a little snack, sort of goes okay. Uh, cold beer and a great idea. A few cold beers always leads to a great idea. Well, that's how this fucking <laughs> that's started. That's how this started. That's right. Um, pizza and a garlic bread, boys. I don't know if that's Aussie, but it's fucking what I go with when I get a pizza. Mm. Thongs and a singlet, fish and chips, rum and coke, hot chips <laughs> and chicken salt, barbecue and a beer. That's uh, good at those few yeah, things. You hit but the nail on the head there. But yeah, good. a few uh, few combos there. Well, Toys. we might lead on to the uh, guest questions. Yeah, we got we got a couple more things yet, mate. Are we? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got one question that I wanted to ask you, boys, which is a pretty funny. One is how many six year olds could you fight at once and win? And I'm not talking like six-year-olds at a sookie. I'm talking like they've Boring. somehow got meth in them and they're just aggressive and wanting to kill you and, like, you've got to fight them to the death. How many are you taking at once, do you reckon? You'd hope all of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, give me a number. What do you think? Like, if you just had to picture them all just coming at you and you got to just bell them, what do you reckon? Ten. 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 I reckon I'd take Fuck, twenty. Yeah, easy. Because I'd pick one up and just windmill him round and just clean him up. I reckon I'm thirty. I reckon <laughs> thirty. Oh, easy, easy, easy bud. They're not coming back for seconds. Put it that way. No, no, no. But I'm. Yeah. What do you reckon, Cam? Ten. Ten. Yeah, easy. Ten. You've what, just ten. A bit short, ten Russian yeah. kids or. Well, that's right. You don't know where. They're gonna be wrestling fucking dingoes. No, bears or there's no real legal way to prove this either, but. What happened about fucking two of them sack wacky or something, and then you're already half down? You got 30 of them, or 25 of them still coming? Well, I suppose that is a point, but I still reckon, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm giving myself 20 plus. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. What do you reckon, Liam? Easy. You, yeah. Easy. <laughs> For sure, bud. Oi, boys. And, uh, you know, the way this world's going, it's really getting cracked down on, like, fighting and – you know, you can go to jail nowadays for giving someone a well-deserved hiding. And uh, 
you know, they can't, for me, they can't just take the only way we know how to sort out our differences and not replace it with something. So I've got a suggest, uh, suggestion, boys, mm. and it's the Gowana Wrestle. So Gowana Wrestling, uh, this event gets its name from the fact that the participants look like Gowanas when taking part in this competition. It requires two people to face each other with a heavy leather strap or a sling, joining them around their necks, and they pull each other in a version of tug of war. Eye to eye, too. That's right. So for me, imagine if every bar or club had a one-metre, one-tonne sling at the ready for any sort of disagreement, <laughs> and the boys could go out to the smoker's deck and sort it out with a good old-fashioned Gawana wrestle in front of a passionate, rowdy crowd. That'd go quite well, mate. Or it would, wouldn't it? Imagine if that was the norm. Hey, the boys are arguing, get out of the fucking smoker's deck. That'd be prime and just have the snig off, mate. Sort her out. One out of three, then punch on. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, it's sort of to get it might, rid of it. It might cause a bit more punch on. <laughs> yeah, well, it might, but at least it'd be entertainment first. And what everyone... if you did the death roll and choked him? Well, you'd probably, well, that, yeah, it'd be a bit of a dirty tactic. Always get found out, but I don't know. I just reckon you can't just say there's no more fighting when you've still got aggressive blokes out there and give them no sort of out. You, at least if you said, look, you can't fight in here, you can have a go in a wrestle. I'd take that up. Would you? You'd have a good reception at the pub, I reckon. Absolutely. Mate, Mate, if you were out just having a chat and two blokes come out for a wrestle, fucking oath. Everyone would be getting around. It'd be be like like the school school fights. Everyone would be running, wouldn't they? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking oath. But, uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps up the the chat today. A lot of of boxing involved. Like we said, it was very relevant at the time. But uh, we might jump into the the questions. questions. Yeah, righto, Liam. How do you eat an apple, mate? I think it's just straightforward. You just how into it. Yeah, from the middle. Yeah, go in. Any technique, like around the middle and top and the bottom, or yeah, just go go for it. Yeah, right. Eh? I know. Really so you're normal. Well. Yeah, yeah. None no, of this fucking good. knife. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Previous. Yeah, I might have to get H man. on for a <laughs> Joanna wrestle. <Russell, laughs> <Ed. laughs> Red or green cordial, mate. Um, I'm probably running. We're running the green in the fridge at the moment, but um, I don't mind the old orange, eh? Do you? Tropical, yeah. Fruit cup? Oh, yeah, fruit cup, yeah. is that it? I yeah. fucking hate it. That's yeah. a good drop. Yeah, no, I like it nice it. and light too. I don't like to go too heavy with the cordial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, it, is a, it is a fine line, isn't it, between something that tastes real nice and something that fucking blows your head off. I guess but when I'm, you're free-pouring, it's like free-pouring rum, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> 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 Which icebox left, mate? Which is Uber-Dupers or left? Uh, Uber-Dupers. See, oh... I'd have to go, this is, might be a bit controversial, I'll go like the Fairy Foss, the pink and the blue ones, mate. Yeah. What, like, the, are they left or you like Yeah, no, them? they're left. Really? Yeah. Don't Fuck, do, you should move into my place. Yeah, mate. I was going to say. I, <laughs> you polished the orange on off of me. <laughs> yeah, give me an orange. I don't mind the orange. Cola's is straight up. Oh, Cola gets Cola's just straight off the bat. Yeah. Why don't, I've never thought of this, why the fuck isn't there just plain cola? Like a packet of cola ice blocks. Yeah. Like we might have to send a letter into fucking. Uh, it's taken us six episodes, but we're on to something. Yeah, they should do a survey. <laughs> they should just be more predominant ones, and then they should. Because, what do with the UDA, UDL could, can flavors? Because I could put in one summer, I'd have six packets of orange fucking super duper. Can't in stop in the freezer. I'd be able to just trade your favorite. You can't box. stop at one. <laughs> favorite yeah, shapes, mate. Uh, I, I love the pizza shapes, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Pizza's good. There you go. Are you a fan of the Inner Biscuit drumsticks? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, they just fucking brought them back here. Yeah, I've been raving about them a bit. They're pretty good. Well, I actually had um, fried chicken shapes this week. Did you? Tastes like ass. Tastes like <laughs> You wouldn't know what that tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, nah, it tastes like the old 2-4 chook, mate. Fucking yeah, right. 3 o'clock in the morning. No good. Get it. Yeah, don't get around them. Copy that. Party pies or sausage rolls? Yeah, party pies straight up. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. Something about a party pie tastes a lot better, like, tastes a lot different to a normal pie, doesn't it? Imagine yeah. a normal pie, but it had the shit in a party pie in it. Yeah, must just be the ratio of pastry to, to Must be. It's a science we'll have to do a bit more research on to comment about, I think. You go on the fucking tomato or the barbecue? Oh, I am. I don't mind both, but I'll, I'll probably go barbecue. Yep. Yep. Been a very uh, one-sided thing here. I think I might be the weirdo. Yeah, I think you are. That's all right. Sauce in the fridge or the cupboard, one side. Now, I believe it ours it is in the fridge, but I think I would go in the cupboard. Yeah, right. I think it should be in the cupboard. Is this a thing? This is a common theme, I think, with Is blokes. it just because it says it's open for seven days? No, but I you found don't read that the phone after seven days. found that a few blokes now have been cupboard blokes, and since they've got with their missus, yes. have been trans... Like put into fridge blokes, and we just do what we're told. Like, yeah, it's it's and I really don't care that much, but yeah, it's just a. It's, a it's not worth arguing over, eh? That's <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll have a bit of cold sauce on my hot meal. Uh, but yeah, boys, getting into the joke of the day segment. Does anyone anyone want to kick this off? Liam, have you got a you got a joke you want to oh, share? Oh, mate, I'm not big on jokes. I might have one. Yeah, right. <laughs> So this bloke, he's, he's walking in the pub, he's going down the local and he sees this poor old bastard, he's sitting in the gutter, he's covered in spew, he's crying. He goes, what's fucking wrong, mate? He goes, he misses said if I come home like this again, if I'm pissed, she's going to leave me and take the kids. I don't know what to do, I'm fucked. He said, that's all right, it'll be good. He goes, just, yeah, put this 20 bucks in your top pocket. So your mate was pissed, he had to get home, so he gave him a lift. And as you're helping him out the car, he spewed all down your fucking shirt and he's gone, here's 20 bucks. Chuck that in your pocket and get a new shirt. <laughs> so he's thought, fuck it, it's worth a crack. So he goes home, he walks to the front door, and the missus is waiting up for him, of course. She's a bit irate, she's going off. She goes, you've fucking done it again, you've come home, you're pissed. He goes, no, 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 I'm not pissed, this isn't my spew. Oh, Pete, I gave him a lift home, and he spewed all down my fucking shirt as I was letting him out. He goes, he's put 20 bucks in my top pocket. And she go, reaches in, she grabs the money out, and there's 40 bucks in there. She said, I thought he gave you 20, why is there 40? He goes... That's for the shit in me pants as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful, mate. That's oh, good. That's a fucking beauty. <laughs> Great work, mate. Not big on jokes, but... Mate, no, you've just... No, you've, you've nailed it. You just hit that out of the park. We should have went with you last. Yeah, yeah. I've got a shorter one. Uh, what do you call a pedophile without legs? A creepy crawly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I definitely should have went first. Uh, how do parents punish a blind kid? Move the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, righto, legends. Thanks, thanks for coming for on, Lynn. Oh, yeah, thanks for, thanks thanks for coming the on, debut, brother. Thanks for the debut, Happy Wednesday. Yeah, and everyone remember to stay out of yourself. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. 
You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code alphablokes at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code alphablokes at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.